I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. And this is Movies, Movies Against, against, against Time. This is Movies Against Time, and this week was my pick. Excuse me. This week, I'm going to say it again because you cleared your throat. Don't. This is about me right now. And my pick. <coughs> Excuse me. 1995's comedy masterpiece, Get Shorty. Da -da -da -dum. Were you guys hyped when I texted that to you guys? Get Shorty? Did you know that it was going to be on for real? It was going to be the real one this time? I was going to watch it tonight. Oh, you still haven't checked it out yet? <laughs> <laughs> I had never seen it before, so excitement was not in the cards. What? <laughs> I see, I get excited when someone picks a movie I haven't seen yet. And it's yeah. like, oh, cool. I'm going to, you know, get a new experience. <laughs> I worry sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I had never seen Rosemary's Baby. I know the And now because of you. I, you know, and it, it's a good movie. It's like widely known as a great film. Yeah. People still talk about it today, yeah. including us. But for me and you, it's like post-traumatic stress <laughs> <laughs> memories of watching it. Something like that. Yeah. That's what I feel about any Western gets put on. Whenever, goodness, whenever we get to one of the weeks where it's Sylvia's pick, I'm like praying that there isn't a sequel to Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rosemary's Grandbaby. <laughs> yeah. Be happy I've made you do any VC Andrew movies. <laughs> Don't threaten me because I heard what you said about Westerns. And in the past two weeks, I have bought probably seven Westerns. I know. And <laughs> I keep cringing and it's like a nightmare now. I got the whole Man With No Name trilogy with Clint Eastwood on Blu-ray. I don't even know what that is. It's like Fistful of Dollars. <laughs> Shoot uh, me now. Oh, yeah. The Good, the Bad, the Ugly. Okay, all right. I didn't know it was like a trilogy. Yeah, I, I didn't either. That's what's <laughs> so cool about it. That same thing with uh, Dirty Harry. Yeah. There's three Dirty Harry movies. Yep, that I knew. I didn't. <laughs> oh, so Get Shorty, starring John Travolta, Renee Rue. I have it all in my notes. I don't know why I'm trying to do it all from memory like I'm some kind of... John Travolta, Rene Russo, Danny DeVito, Gene Hackman. James Gandolfini. Yep. Delroy Lindo. Yep. Oh, let's see how many we can get without looking. <laughs> I think I'm done there. I got to look. <coughs> Did we say Rene Russo? Bette Midler. Oh, yeah. Bette Midler. Yep. When were you for, looking? For like a minute. She I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Maybe two minutes. The only one I knew was Bette Midler and... John Travolta. So you already had me. We're missing. We're forgetting course. a big one. I know we are. John Grease played uh, Ronnie. He's he's the weird uncle from Napoleon Dynamite. No, oh, yeah. It's like trying to throw the football. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I know there's more. Dennis Farina. Did you say that one? No. I think I'm tapped. The weird annoying one. Bones. That's Dennis Farina. Oh. I think. Let's see how many we got. I know we're forgetting one. So let's see. We got. John Travolta is Chili Palmer. We said that one. Gene Hackman is Harry Zim. Rene Russo is Karen Flores. Danny DeVito is Martin Weir. Dennis Farina is Ray Barboni. Delroy Lindo is Bo Catlett. James Gandolfini is Bear. John Grease is Ronnie. 
Is that the one we missed, James Gandolfini? No, are we, I said Feeney. Did you? I, I had a full Feeney. <laughs> and some of these, I just didn't know the names of the actors and actresses. Like, Renee Props plays Nikki, the widow from the beginning. David Paymer is Leo, the, the dry cleaner that takes off. Harvey Keitel's in there. Oh, oh damn it, Harvey Keitel. Yeah. Oh, and Penny Marshall. Without a name, yeah. Yeah, she don't have, she's not uncredited. She's a but, character name either. Yeah. Yeah, and Barry Sonnenfeld is in the movie. He has a cameo. Yep. He's a doorman. Yep. Anyway, a movie loaded with actors and actresses that everyone's heard of. Yep. David Letterman? It says David Letterman is in it. He's in it, but because he's on the TV. You know who was in it that you didn't see? Bette Midler's friend? It was uh, actually from a deleted scene. Oh, I didn't know there was deleted. Ben, ben Stiller. Really? Who's yeah. he playing? He said he played a director working for Harry Zim, filming a scene in a cemetery. Ah. Uh, People commented that it was probably, it probably would have been the funniest scene in the entire movie. Oh, damn it. And they cut it out because they said it, it interrupted the flow of the movie. <laughs> I wish they didn't do that. I know. Because <laughs> it's, it, the, the, I mean, the movie does just fucking zoom by. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's no point where you're like, oh, how much longer is there? And it's not the shortest movie. What's it, an hour, 45 minutes? Something like that, yeah. It's an <clears throat> Elmore Leonard novel. This one and the, the sequel, Be Cool, is also another Elmore Leonard novel. I didn't know him as an author, but apparently he's wrote a lot of stuff that people love. Like Justified, yeah. the series, was an Elmore Leonard short story. <laughs> 310 to Yuma. Well, apparently Elmore Leonard knew Dustin Hoffman. So I'm curious. Because that's, that's who Martin Weir was based on. Oh, I didn't even get to guess. <laughs> Do the, most of those shows like have a huge cast of actors? Uh, not all of them. Well, like Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown has a huge cast of actors. That's a Quentin Tarantino movie. That was an Elmore Leonard novel. But like Mr. Majestic was just a Charles Bronson movie. That one's about a guy who's just trying to sell his melons. My biggest thing that I just did not like about this movie is that there's so many people coming in and they don't have huge parts. That it gets me very stressed out and like, I just wish there wasn't so many things <clears throat> switching around. I know it is hard to follow. And, I couldn't remember names of people because they kept doing it. Yeah. And some of them, I would argue, didn't even really need to be in the movie. Like, he, when Mr. Escobar shows up, yes, I feel like, what's the point? Because not only does, does he not really do anything, but they never resolve him. No, he's not back again. He just, he just doesn't get his money. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, the guy he was trying to get it from ends up. Dead, Dead. But did he not know that other people worked with him? Like, he doesn't know there's associates. We're talking about, I mean, it's supposed to be Pablo Escobar, isn't it? Like, the, I guess. The dude would look for everybody that was involved <laughs> to get his 500,000, I think. Yeah. And they killed his nephew or whatever. I don't think he would yeah, really care about that. Yeah, which he didn't seem to give a damn <laughs> yeah. about. He definitely did not care about his nephew one bit, except for his mother calling him and annoying him. So the, the titular <laughs> shorty... Martin Weir or D Danny DeVito. Yeah. He, it's supposed to be based off of Dustin Hoffman. Yep. <laughs> what? I guess, uh, let's see what it says here. Elmore Leonard dealt with Dustin Hoffman. He was interested in the adaptation of one of his books. One of the scenes that was specifically modeled after Hoffman <laughs> was a scene where Danny DeVito was in the restaurant ordering food that wasn't on the menu. <laughs> that scene made me mad. <laughs> and that was taken directly from a meeting he had with Hoffman. That scene wouldn't have made me so mad if he just sat down and had like two or three bites. But yeah, he didn't even touch it and thing. he walked away. He, just, he fucks everyone's food up and leaves. Yeah. He doesn't even have a bite. That was great. I hated it. I love Travolta in that point when he's just like trying to fight. Like, no, 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 no. And they just take the menu out of his hand. Yep. 
He's like, I want real food. I'm an Italian. This uh, is not food. Yeah. <laughs> just a, just order, order a breakfast salad. What was it? Something like that. Egg white omelet with chives lightly for the whole browned. table for the whole table yeah <laughs> and then like a strawberry daiquiri something or yeah other. strawberry frappe just the, I, absolutely not what i want kind of nerve you gotta have to order for everybody else and then leave <laughs> walk out without even eating any of this. this is what i want you to eat bye yeah <laughs> <laughs> like the only time you usually see that is just a really annoying man you're on a date with at a restaurant doing that oh, trying and to order for the yeah date. and that's usually the only Has, time you see it in a movie I have this a question. is the first time i've seen this for you specifically, because that's a move that you always see, and I've never done. Has anyone ever done that and got it right for you? Yes. Really? It can happen? It can happen. <laughs> but they have to know you really well. Oh, I'm saying like someone you just met, you're on your first date type of deal. Oh, no. That doesn't happen. <laughs> like, I get, okay, we've been married for... 37 years i can i can order your sandwich at subway and get it right <laughs> but, yeah but i mean at a restaurant is really hard yeah yeah i don't think it's possible i think i could do yeah. it for you I mean, sometimes you're just in the mood for something new you ain't try it i mean yeah you know. no if i just had them put the biggest cheeseburger i would never try with bacon no. and stuff like that <clears throat> he'd be happy as could help with me because he doesn't like ordering changes he hates change yeah. so whenever i'm like why don't we get a steak or why don't we do this he kind of looks back at his hamburger and cheeseburgers like, uh. <laughs> do I, always, I really I always try? get the burger. I've, you know why? Because I have branched out and got the other thing and never been happy with it. Yes. I've always been like, oh, I'll try something else, order it. And it comes and it's like a why piece of food that? next to a mountain of rice. It's like you can't even figure out what restaurant to go to with a woman most of the time. No, no. <laughs> I hate it because that's always got to be me driving. Let's stop and get something to eat. All right. What are you thinking? I don't know. Okay. All right. How about this? No. I'm not leaving this parking lot until you pick something. Because I'm going to go the wrong way. I know I am. Literally, you would have it 100% if I always had tons of money and we were always out where they have sushi restaurants. You wouldn't be able to fail with a sushi restaurant and like $200 in your pocket. There's a way to succeed in that situation. There is a way to succeed in that situation. Instead of saying, where do you want to go? Say, I'm taking you to dinner. It's a surprise. Yes. And just go where you want to go. Then I got to pick. <laughs> yes. yes. No, I, that's the onus I don't want. <laughs> you, just, you just take the option away and it fixes it. Yes. Because I kind of <laughs> never want to deal with anybody. Yep. So it's like, what do you want to eat? I'm, I'm just picturing having to talk to a, a speaker box or... <laughs> I guess if we always had $200 worth of sushi money just at all times, <laughs> yes. I would have an easier time, yeah. You would. See? I don't even like sushi, so I'd lose that on that deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would win every time because everyone in the family likes sushi except Babby. But Babby doesn't like anything but McDonald's, <clears throat> so we win. I just, <laughs> I just don't like the crunchy rice. Just, I've never had crunchy rice. Every time I've ever had a sushi roll, it was always that crunchy rice. That's you've the bad, never you've had the bad sushi. Yeah, I don't like it, it at a restaurant. Like if you get it, if today. you get it like in the package at the grocery store, you're gonna have the crunchy rice, and that's bad. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's supposed to be like like still warm, not cold, right. not hot, and well, I guess sushi. I mean, that whole meaning of it is uncooked fish, but <laughs> some of it, some no. a lot of it's cooked. Yeah, yeah. The California crab rolls are cooked. Anything with shrimp mm. in it, they have to fry it and cook it, and those are really good. We've had the spicy shrimp rolls that are mm-hmm. all fried up, but and oh some God. of them they cook them by they cook it with acidity, cooked by acid. Yeah, 
A lot of the so match. Appetizing. That's <laughs> good. I like it. I thought I liked all of it, but then I learned. First, I thought I didn't like sushi. Then I learned I like all sushi. Then I learned I like specific sushis and not all sushis. Yeah. <laughs> you can have a bad time. <laughs> and now he enjoys, understands why I'm so picky about my sushi restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Seafood in general, I like. Just, I don't know. I've never had a good time with sushi. Yeah. Uh, for you me, have to go with me, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to try one of the good spots to at least know if you like it. Because I feel like if you haven't. Yeah. You haven't given it a real try. Maybe that's it. I don't know. We got Aries to start eating it at two years old. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I told him to have some of the mint ice cream. Well, that's still kind of young uh, to have opinions about food. Oh, no, Babby. <laughs> Babby has opinions at one years old that she wasn't touching anything, and those opinions have stuck, and she's four right I, now. I think around two is still kind of like the experimental phase. <laughs> Not for our daughter. <laughs> no. My experimental phase was in college. Yeah, yeah. No. It's not going to that. You should have Babby for three days. You tell me what, what you think. Have take our kid for three, three days, days Bob. I don't know if my just heart for food. Take it. <laughs> just for food time. Your achy breaky heart. Lunch. Yeah. And, yeah. And Do you dinner. not think it's going to understand? No. See, she's experimental. Going to be really confused. <laughs> so don't tell your heart then. No, your achy breaky heart. No. Because you might turn around and kill this man. Yep. <laughs> Trying to hide behind my microphone. <laughs> this is not a music podcast. What? <laughs> what are that'd we doing be, then? That would be the second movie. Yeah. Not this Not one. the second. Okay, let's talk about the fact that Sylvia likes the second one better. I do. <laughs> yeah. I like it a lot better. I don't. Not so I much. Do. I like it because has nothing to do with anything the first one did. That's what sucks. Is like, yeah, pretty much. We're, we see this character in this one. This is why I say, you know what? Get Shorty was fun and good and funny and great. But be cool. You can just pretend that you that didn't happen. Just don't watch it if you haven't seen it. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, don't watch it. Because <laughs> it they, ruins Get Shorty. They tried to do some of the same things, but in a completely different environment. Yeah. And in a way, like, they throw Rene Russo's character. Karen Flores is just gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Off-screen death, apparently. Yep. No one yeah, talks about it. Yeah, he just it. went on to the next blonde. Now he's like, I'm getting out of movies. I'm going into music. I hate movies. No. The whole Get Shorty point was that he loved movies. He's known all the movies. He watches yeah, the old he black knew and white. All the actors' names from all these old movies. Yeah, this dude loves movies, and now he's just like, I'm done with that. It should have been them doing another movie, and not some album. They don't even bring James Gandolfini back for the second one, do they? See, and he's so. one of my favorite parts of the first one. Bear. Yeah. Yeah, he pretty much got replaced with The Rock. Yeah. The same role. I don't I, know about that. I don't think The Rock. I don't think the stuff with The Rock ages well. From 2005 to now? Not really. Especially Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Vince Vaughn says some pretty horrific stuff in that movie. Yeah. Vince Vaughn, character, his whole character was he, he was a white guy who thought he was black. Yeah. Some dead tropes that you just don't mess with anymore in that one. Yeah. I think that Get Shorty only has, if you had to pick spots that did not age well, it's Ray Barboni coming into the barbershop. And at one point, John or Chili Palmer calls... Delroy or Bo driving Miss Daisy, which yeah. seems like a joke that just the fact that he's black. Nah. I don't know. But other than that, I mean, there's nothing in this movie that's. Yeah, not really. You couldn't do today. I mean, there's some individuals that are pretty messed up, but not for any reason like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. I'm like thinking that somebody said like a slur, but I can't remember if it was this movie or one of the other ones we watched. The I know. We've watched like two dozen <laughs> movies. No, I. 
the only slur that's like, I mean, Shelly Palmer keeps saying the word fink, and I don't know what that means, and I don't know if I just said a bad word, <laughs> but the only slur. I'm going to assume it's bad, because it probably no, is fink, bad. Fink is like a traitor kind of thing. Oh. Like, yeah. So I don't like know. how Bob's kind of a fink. He's a red fink. I'm going to stop saying, I don't know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like it's bad, but I don't know. Yeah. It sounds bad to me. <laughs> I don't want to say it no more. I'm going to look up the word fink. Dude, you're going to be on the list. <laughs> An unpleasant or contemptible person. Huh. That's the only definition. Yeah. Because he's like, well, there was that one movie where you played a fink, and I've never met a fink. That was a good fink. Fink is also somebody who informs to the authorities. Oh, yeah. And he has that movie where he turned informant. That must be what he's talking about then. Okay. That's not. See, it, it, didn't this sound bad? It does. <laughs> That's about it. Dirty so, Fink. did anyone think it was weird how Momo just dropped dead? I think it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he just went up how many flights of stairs. Yeah. He's this big, old, fat guy. It's convenient and then for got, the story. And then got scared to death. I feel like for their his sixty fourth birthday, they should have had it on the bottom level anyway, or an elevator. Yeah, somehow, or that. Like they were trying to kill him. Somehow, I thought they were setting up bones to kill him because he wanted to get the chili. Yeah, but no one had to. Like they set up the fact yeah, that you can't touch chili because of Momo. Yeah, and then Momo just dies. And it does feel like they must have known what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. like they meant for that to you happen. You had a birthday for the 65-year-old on the 65th floor. And, and screamed yeah. and yelled. surprised him. Yeah. I love the way Chili treats Barboni. Ray Bones Barboni. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's so much contempt. You were a little overboard about that coat, though. Oh, man. That's a $379 coat in 95. Did he open the door? Didn't say a word to him and punched him in the face. Yes. he deserved it. <laughs> he said he didn't say anything more I mean, than he had to. If that, yeah, he completely deserved it because he knew whose coat it was could've, and he took it on he purpose. He just opened the door and said, "Give me my coat." Yeah. <laughs> How's that showing up that you're strong and that you don't take shit when you're a mafia dude? Yeah, but this guy's still kind of ranked above him, so it's kind of touchy. I don't know. Not in his. He's not in his family. He's in a different one at that point in time. Yeah, totally different mobsters. Roundabout sort of way. They're not supposed to get along. <laughs> it seemed like he just didn't like him from the start for, he didn't. for oh, yeah. other reasons. Yeah, which didn't seem like anybody liked him. <laughs> no. I mean, what was it? He said he doesn't respect anyone. And he turns around, no, he just doesn't respect you. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> when he was complaining to his, his boss. Yeah. Yep. It's great. They're at the barbershop. Or no, it, it's a restaurant. And... Barboni and some other goon walks up to Chili Palmer. It just doesn't really say anything important. He's just like, you suck. Ha 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 ha. Bye. Like, he doesn't <laughs> say anything that's story-wise. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of dialogue in this that's great, but has nothing to do with the movie. Yep. It's one of those where, and I guess that's just how Elmore Leonard writes, where it's like dialogue heavy. It's it's great stuff, but it's nothing to do with the story. Right. They're going off about the, they're, they're just talking about. It uh, does uh, keep everything flowing smoother, though. Yeah. It's kind of like a Tarantino feel, like yeah. a lot of his movies. They wanted him to direct this, so he turned it down. It feels like something it could have done well with. Yeah. Tarantino says he's the one that convinced Travolta, Travolta to take the role. Yep, yeah, I heard that. Tarantino takes credit for bringing Travolta back, which I guess he kind of did. Yeah. For which one? Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Oh. Pulp Fiction came out, and John Travolta's career just happened again. Yeah. Because I think... What was before that? Stuff that... 
like Grease, of course. Saturday Night Fever. But between Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Fever. Yeah, between Saturday Night Fever and Pulp Fiction, there's not a whole lot. Yeah. Like, we started to watch that one blowout. Yeah. But not a lot that I can name off the top of my head. Even after this, Travolta's weren't great movies. Well, after this, <laughs> you got Phenomenon, Michael. That Yeah, those are two good ones. I, I do like those. I think... Did that Broken Arrow one that I didn't like. That was a rough watch, yeah. <laughs> and then, I, I like Swordfish. A lot of people don't. I don't think that I've was some kind of like mid ground on that one. I don't know. And then I think like 2000, I think it was okay. It wasn't great. But. He started doing villains a lot. Like he did yeah. the Punisher with Thomas Jane. Oh yeah. Which it seems like he's just playing the same guy from Swordfish. <laughs> yeah. And then his greatest movie, Bob's favorite, uh, Battlefield Earth. Oh yeah, that was um, Maze Balls. That movie is ranked <laughs> two on IMDb. What? It has a two. Oh, oh, oh. Like out of 10. I thought you ranked number at number two. Yeah, it's the number two of the world. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Make me lose all faith in IMDb. <laughs> he doesn't say, and I love the way Barboni acts after he punches him. He just, my fucking nose, jumping up and down, <laughs> yeah. like having a tantrum. He just closes the door behind him and leaves. Yep. Then we get like another weird conversation between the barber and Chili about how he's not going to sleep in bed anymore because people die in their bed. <laughs> statistically everyone dies in their bed so i'm not going to bed you have to sleep yeah i'm gonna sleep in my recliner or at a diner no one ever dies at a diner <laughs> so many people have died in the diner yeah. <laughs> especially in these type of movies right in the restaurants pow, pow. barboni shows up at wherever palmer's office is to get his revenge like he's just gonna go shoot him i yeah. love that yeah now that again he has a snub nose revolver palmer sitting at his desk and right when he opens the door, he just, pow, blasts him, grazes his forehead, leaves a line. Yeah. So now he's got the broken nose and, and an indent in his forehead. <laughs> the first time I watched it, I wasn't paying attention. So the second time I was watching it until I actually saw his hairline, I was thinking when that happened that because he was so like anti-gun through the first part of the movie or the end of the movie that I saw, yeah. I was like, it has to be a paintball gun. Like yeah. he's just shooting a paintball gun at him just to like scare him away because he's so calm and collected. But then when I saw his hair thing and the hair was gone, I was like, oh, he really did. He just didn't care where he yeah, shot. Yeah. It peeled the skin across a line across his, up his forehead. Cannot be accurate with a snub nose revolver, <laughs> especially when you're hip firing. Yeah, so do you think he was trying to scare him or just shoot him in the head? I think he didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was no care whatsoever. Because that would have ended a big big portion of this movie <laughs> no they would have had so many other people they could have jumped in <laughs> they were not lacking on villains yeah everyone has they introduce so many characters but they don't really build on all of them right like that dude ronnie i don't know much or care much for that dude at all yeah no <laughs> which he got eliminated about halfway through anyway so yeah <laughs> after momo dies barboni shows up at the barbershop now he's kind of the boss of Chili Palmer. Yeah. Took over Momo's business. I don't understand how that works. Because Momo's operating out of Brooklyn. Yeah. The other guy's operating out of Miami. You would think Chivalta could just go back to Brooklyn and not deal with the guy in Miami. You would imagine so. But now he's owned by the Miami guy. Yeah. All the mafia in Brooklyn are done. No one's stepping up. <laughs> it was I just Momo. He, I feel like he could have just walked away anyway. Yeah. But now I, I worked for Momo. I didn't work for you. Yeah. You take over Momo's business, but I quit. Right. So I feel just like leave it at that. <laughs> it's supposed to go to the next in line. 
It's blood in, blood out. Bro. Yes. Oh. Right? Well. What? No, I would think the next in line in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Obviously, Momo's like the head of with... a family. Yeah. Yeah. Because they would have different family heads. Yeah. I don't know. But what well, are you going to do? Momo, a... Momo seemed to be old enough that he had he must have had some type of somebody that could have took over. Yeah. That family going on somewhere there. That's what all I those mean. people in that room celebrating his birthday. <laughs> now all those people work for, for Jimmy Vig or whoever it is in my in my Because Bones works for Jimmy Jimmy something. I don't know. I didn't catch the last one. We're going to have to have somebody that has to do with the mafia. Just give comes us up anonymous with all these tips. Yeah. <laughs> this is how it works. <laughs> I love that Barboni's nose stays broken the whole movie. It gets <laughs> yeah. like slowly a little bit better, but it's broken the whole movie. Yep. Bobo's dead. He puts a B after the M now. It's Bobo. <laughs> Ugh, I hated that actor. He annoyed me so much. Dennis Farina? Yeah. I don't. That was his job was to annoy people. I don't like him in any <laughs> movie I see him in. He always has a That's bad guy. That's because he's one of those character actors yeah. that always plays the jerk. It's not just yeah. Like he belongs in Sopranos. <laughs> he's like the shithead. Yeah. He's not even a bad guy. He's just the shithead in every movie. Yeah. Yeah. You read stuff about him personally in real life. He's probably like the nicest guy ever. Probably. What about his hired guy? <laughs> when he shows up at the barbershop, he now has the dude with him. Oh, yeah. The actor's name credited is Big Daddy Wayne. <laughs> so, okay. What was it? You can't do any better than this? No, yeah. not really. <laughs> not if you don't speak Spanish. Chili's never in, in trouble. No. There's never a point where you feel like Chili's over his head or nervous. Yeah, or... that barber scene. I don't know. He did have that... that... Those scissors right up against the throat. And it looked like he was just annoyed by it. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. What are we doing? It is <laughs> never in, in jeopardy. It's somebody that you just broke his nose, shot a bullet across his forehead. Yeah. And his man now has a blade to your throat. So, I don't know. <laughs> I think he was nervous, but holding it in. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> this is where we, we learned that Leo died. He was one of the guys that was supposed to collect the debt from he owed fifteen thousand dollars and he died in a jet crash and he's like did he how do you know did he tell you yeah he told me he told me he died in person in person <laughs> <laughs> he owes fifteen thousand dollars that's what he's into jimmy for yeah it turned out and they cut to it like a little vignette he got off the plane to get a drink and then the plane takes off without him and blows up on takeoff yeah. the airline sends his wife the amount of money he would have made at his dry cleaner shop so they get a check for three thousand three hundred thousand right there's a lot of money floating around in this movie because that's the 300,000. So now he owes 15, he got 300,000, took off to Las Vegas. Yeah. When Chili goes to Vegas to find him, he talks to the casino owner who says he took off to LA. But if you're going to LA, there's a guy, Harry Zim, owes me 100,000. Right. <laughs> it's, it's very confusing because once you get to LA, there's a bag in the airport that has 500,000. Yeah. <laughs> And and Bo and Ronnie are into Harry Harry Zim for two hundred thousand to be in their movie. <laughs> yep. All because they need half a million to buy a script. I don't know. It's just like if you do the math, it seems like there's more money going around to fix everyone's problems than there needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> Barboni only gets fifteen grand. That's all he's owed. Yeah. And that's like the side mission is the hundred thousand from Harry Zim. He's going all the way across the country for fifteen thousand. Hey, while you're there, can you get my hundred grand back? <laughs> yeah. I can't keep track of the money. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I tried to. You did a better job than I did. Like, I'm trying to still figure out how somebody hands over a whole bunch of drugs and doesn't get the money in their hand. Like, right there confuses me for the very first part of it. Yeah, that whole situation. <laughs> I love it. It's like this weird 
like MacGuffin slash trap. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows not to touch the money, but everybody knows it's there. Mm-hmm. Only one person is stupid enough and crack me up as he's telling Chili that he's not the stupid goes and gets the money right out of it. Yeah. No e- thought. Even Yayo knew not to touch it. Yeah. Well, he was told not to, that there was police officers and FBI yeah. agents sitting all Oh, around. I love that, too. He's like, check that man over there. He's DEA. Watch. When he moves his leg, he's got his extra piece under his, and you can see it. And, like, he sees it. He sees the little bulge. Mm-hmm. And then later on, he's still standing there. Like, it's like 30 minutes of this movie goes by, and, and he cuts back bullets. to Yayo. Yeah. He's got, like, a faucet running off his forehead. And he looks to his right. He sees, a like, a pilot. Looks at his leg, and it looks like there's a straight-up VCR in that man's <laughs> pants. It's ridiculous, the bulge in his leg. He, like, turns around and runs out. Yeah. <laughs> I love Bear with his daughter. Even the the bad guys that we're not supposed to like, you kind of like. Yeah. Like, I liked Bo because of the way he treated Bear's daughter. Right. Yeah. Until, well, of course, he used her. Yeah, basically was threatening with her. She was a twin. Oh, yeah. I guess oh. and movies do that a lot because of the, the laws with... Children in movies, but were they both in the movie? Yeah, because <laughs> your twin doesn't mean the other one's in it. Well, that's why they use twins so much. It's because they're only allowed to work a certain amount of hours, as opposed to adult actors, right? Yeah. Allison and Amber Waddell were Bear's daughter. They were in this movie, and they were in Titanic, and that's it. <laughs> Never again. So we're gonna have to look up now how many twins have been in movies. You just didn't know they had twins too. In a lot. <laughs> yeah, probably. There's a lot more Olsons than people know. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Like sister, sister, was that real twins or not? Because they can yeah. duplicate. Tia and Tamara. Yeah. Bob knew that one off the top of his dome. I never knew there was a third Olsen. Well, you got the one that's in Marvel. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> until until Marvel, I didn't know that she was uh, an Olsen. We found out today. There's another. <laughs> there's another Culkin. <laughs> yeah. Which they're not twins. Like the original Parent Trap, they use the duplicate mirror thing or whatever it is to make the. Yeah, that actually wasn't twins. (laughs) That's why I was like, I don't know who actually is a real twin and who isn't sometimes. It's hard. (laughs) Unless you actually know the background. I heard that David Copperfield has a twin and that's how he does a lot of his tricks. Hmm. Like it came out recently that he had a twin. I don't know. That could be. That'd explain a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Gene Hackman is great in this. I don't know how he didn't get some kind of award just for supporting actors. I love him in this. He was actually—he actually didn't even want to play. They had to talk him into it because he didn't think he could be funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> you get so annoyed when Chili Palmer shows up in L.A. The idea is he wants to get into the movie business, get out of loan sharking. Yeah. Right. Which th- this is one of the first movies that I heard the word <clears throat> Shylock in. Oh yeah. Now is that racist? It's loan shark. Okay. It's just slang for it. You're sure there's no way to say Shylock and say something bad? Uh, not that I know. Of. We should have looked up some of these words before we started just saying them. Because <laughs> that's a cool word. I want to use it all the time now. <laughs> He's a Shylock. Sounds like a warlock. Yeah, it's like gangster talk for Lone Shark. Yeah. Yeah. That one I've heard a lot. Shylock? Yeah. But in my reading, not in movies. They don't usually use it on movies. That guy, he's a Chinook. <laughs> <laughs> now that, that's bad. That's a guy from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> Raiden and... Uh... It's an actual name. Yeah. From an actual <laughs> video game. <laughs> Shinnok. Johnny Cage. Where are we going with this? <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> We're going to an island where we fight to the death. 
<laughs> Just kidding. We're not doing this one. We're doing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> what about how every woman in the movie loves Chili Palmer? <laughs> yeah. He's very nice and polite, and he doesn't hit on women. No, he just says that I fucking own you, Stir. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking own you, and I don't care, or something. <laughs> Which he had the entire movie. There was, yeah. There wasn't a lot of broad range to his it's, acting requirements for like this role. Because every time he meets someone, he's trying to intimidate. He's like, look at me. No, look at me. And you think he's going to give like a different look. No, it's always the look he's giving it's everybody. It's the same look. It's the same way he looks at like the guy parking the car for him. <laughs> yeah. His Cadillac of minivans. Yeah. It worked. That did crack me up in, in Be Cool that they, like the only things in Be Cool I liked were the jokes that were from the first one. Right, yeah. And Be like Cool. Throwback he, jokes. Yeah, he gets like a, a Prius or something. <laughs> I said a Cadillac. Well, this is the Cadillac Prius. <laughs> yeah. And both times, because Danny DeVito's in Be Cool. Yeah. And in, in that one, he, he starts driving the Prius. Yep. Because he's driving it. He just drives whatever Chili Palmer's driving. <laughs> I felt sad. I wanted to see the yellow car go. It was pretty in the background. I know. I thought he was going to like trade him. Like, nah, yeah. man, this is the Cadillac and minivans. I feel sorry for you having to drive that Ferrari thing. <laughs> just, <laughs> All right, let's trade. That's what I thought was going to happen. No. Yeah. <laughs> I also kind of, the way they set it up, and, and maybe it's just movies have trained me this way, but when they were teaching... Martin Weir to to get the stare. Oh, I yeah. thought they were going to use him later to intimidate somebody, but no, he just. Oh yeah. The way they set it up, it seemed like he was going to kind of like Harry Zim does on the phone. Yeah, like yeah. he was trying to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so stupid. There's no reason for him to try that. They told him not to do it. Yeah. He's just that double crossing character. He's always got to be going around somebody trying to get, yeah. get the better deal somewhere. I'm sure that's Elmore Leonard. I think he just had a bad experience in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because he does not paint it in a very good light. No, so my guess for Shorty of Get Shorty, because they, they showed him in action movies, I was thinking they were making fun of Tom Cruise because he's so short. <laughs> and then I was like, maybe Stallone. But he like physically, the body-wise wouldn't make any sense. No. Even Dustin Hoffman, I don't think, makes sense. But it's whatever. I guess casting Danny DeVito to play a real person is going to be really hard no matter what. Because <laughs> there's not a whole lot of real people that look like Danny DeVito. Yeah, no. no. Danny DeVito was like the real life iteration of the Penguin. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Rene Russo's character, K- Karen, just never falls for anything. She immediately figures everything out. Yeah. A- aside from Chili Palmer, she's the most capable person in this movie. Yes. <laughs> she's very smart. I like how it makes her look like all the men around her are dumb as doornails. Except for Chili. Now, don't say that about Chili. The only time I got irritated with the movie with Chili was when he's laying in bed with her and the TV goes back on and he tries not to go down there for a quick second. I, know. I didn't like that. <laughs> he should have been right on that. He it didn't, and it, in a way, it didn't even seem like he was afraid to. He just, like, he wanted a gun. Yeah. But right when he was about to leave, he's like, oh, it sounds like, what was it? Rio Bravo. Like, he's just excited about what was on the TV. Yeah. He's like, it sounds like Rio Bravo. I love that everybody gets their tactics from Chili Palmer. (laughs) (laughs) Because that was after uh, Harry Zim tells Bo at at that restaurant, because he asked him, how did did you mix up with this associate of yours? So that's after he learned that tactic from from him, he used it against him. Yeah. I think Barboni knows it, too, because that's that's when he flips on Zim. When he shows up, he's like, well, you don't know who Harry Zim is because you never take your dumb ass out of Miami. Maybe you should come out of Miami. And he shows up. They're sitting at the desk, and he's like, where's my money? Where's 
Chili Palmer, and where's whoever the guy was that skipped town? And that's when Zim's like, Ray, look at me. What did you say? <laughs> like he yeah. knew that was Palmer's thing. And like going in the background and opening the blinds. That was so shit, funny. Shading on his eyes and he's not sure if he should do that and reshutting it. And- yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much of this could have been fixed if, if he just listened to Palmer when, when so the limo guy much. showed up. Yeah, really. I'm going to sit here. You don't say this. You don't say, don't say anything. Let me do the talking. Immediately just, I'm making this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Him, he's Chili Palmer. <laughs> I love his reaction after they leave too. He's like, what? What? Nothing. He doesn't even look disappointed. He just looks away like whatever. <laughs> he like he couldn't look at him after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like once something's done, you can't switch it or change it. So just flow with it and move on. Yeah. He has that kind of attitude. Another joke that gets repeated in the sequel. Yeah, I did watch the sequel again after watching this. So, yeah. It's hard not to for listeners at home. It's, it's uh, Get Shorty's on Amazon Prime right now. Right. It's free with Prime. And then once you finish it, also be cool. It's free with Prime right now. Yeah, yeah. It's like you might as well. First recommendation pops up after you watch this. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't make that sequel for 10 years. Because this one came out in 95 and Be Cool comes out 2005. Yep. I think maybe just too much time went by. And also that it was not well done. There's not a whole lot you can say. Yeah, they tried They tried to change the whole theme of it. The whole theme of this movie was was the movie business. Yeah. And I don't know because it is supposed to be after another I Elmore mean, I, Leonard novel. I get it. They're both different areas of the entertainment Field, yeah, but it didn't fit Chili's character. No, it more fit John Travolta in real life because he's more about music, and yeah, dancing and stuff. I'm surprised he doesn't dance in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he finds a reason to dance in almost every John Travolta movie. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, if you got it, do it. Him and Christopher Walken, Christopher Walken yeah. did a great music video with dancing. Yeah, that was amazing. That dude can dance. <laughs> I think there's a whole dance scene in Michael, too. There is. Yeah. I was trying to think of my other favorite actor that dances. Swayze. Yes. I was thinking of him and it always made me sad that he had really hurt his knee and he didn't dance as much in movies after a certain point. But they were my favorite three growing up watching them dance on screen. Yeah, I think that's it, right? No other great dancers. There's a few, but not like them. Way older ones. Channing Tatum. He can cut up a rug in that uh, Magic Mike movie. Oh, yeah. I still have not seen that movie. Ah, Me neither. I haven't either. Not quite interested. (laughs) I haven't even seen the scenes that most girls talk about. So when they're saying it's just like I go blank because I never watched it. I never really cared. (laughs) It just irritates me now because when people start talking about it, I'm like, I have no reference. I know. And and usually I'll be like, oh, you got to watch it. I have never seen it. And I don't really have a huge desire to watch it. So, yeah. (laughs) I've seen enough of what was that movie Seth Rogen did with the apocalypse? I've seen oh, enough of Channing Tatum in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> that was such a weird, listen, funny but weird movie. Yeah. Listen, Dustin's seen enough of everyone's backside in Hollywood to last him a lifetime. Yeah. It's like every movie I pick. There's a scene where the guy's the main character's ass is is front and center. Who did we see the other night? It was uh, no, Little like Crazy every- Eyes. Oh yeah, we watched Twelve Monkeys. Oh, yeah. weird, weird great movie, movie. Yeah, I like Bruce it Willis. it's good and Brad Pitt yeah I we'd never seen it it just came we had bought a DVD it had the Jackal Mercury Rising and 12 Monkeys on it so and Brad Pitt is amazing it's good <laughs> he's good in it but yeah immediately we cut to a scene of Bruce Willis's ass like why listen just just stop now go to Google 
and put Brad Pitt scenes in for the 12 Monkeys. That's all you need. You don't need the rest of the movie. We'll just watch him with his crazy eyes. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. His eyes are great. He's got one. He's got crooked eyes in the whole movie. I love it. That one. The one let's just talk about 12 Monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to do that search, but I don't know. I might watch the movie. Type in Brad Pitt's <laughs> butt in 12 Monkeys. Not butt, his butt. Quick. We don't have to watch his butt. It's the other scenes with him in it that are uh, awesome. Yeah, he's great. That's like the most animated I think I've seen him. Yeah. It's... Well, he's pretty well, hyped I mean up. not to look at either one of your search histories. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty hyped up in, uh, what's the one with John Malkovich? Uh... Burn After Reading with oh, yeah. George Clooney. I might have seen that. He's like a gym uh, trainer. I don't like him as much in that. He's not in it very long. Well, I just don't like him very much in Remember, that. Remember, he gets, he gets got pretty yeah. quick. I love Martin Weir's wall art of himself the giant <laughs> portrait i don't know i might be off base but i feel like danny debito played himself yeah <laughs> like like something in my mind saying he's kind of like that <laughs> i love him on always sunny yeah i love that he's done that show for so long and it's that <laughs> cr- crazy character yeah they they started a podcast and they were saying that like he does everything they say like whenever they suggest it if it's funny he does it yeah. the one thing he's always not done is like jokes about how short he is really yeah. like he has a thing about yeah and then he did a movie called get, get shorty, shorty. <laughs> i never put that together that that he's shorty yeah i always imagined everybody's trying to get chili palmer so for some reason i thought he was shorty yeah but there's no point when they call him shorty it's no. it's him it's it's martin weir yeah they even made the joke in the movie what are we going to call it? So how about, I don't know. I don't like the title. How about, how about Get Shorty? And he laughed. Because the original that... title was Lovejoy? Yeah. Well, Lovejoy is a different movie. That's another confusing part of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> They're talking about different movies at different times. Yeah. See, Lovejoy is the movie that Chili Palmer's saying he's helping Harry Zim make while he's making his own movie right. about his story. Okay, because it got me confused because they were arguing about the title needing to be changed in that at one point in time. The only time I remember that is... Uh, when Bo breaks into Harry Zim's office yeah. and he's like, it's funny because Chili Palmer never reads the script for Lovejoy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, what do you think about it? He goes, well, and he opens it to the front page where it just says the title. He's like, the name's got to go. It's like the only thing on the page. He goes, it's better just to have this, the writer's name, Saffron, than that. Yeah. And that's the only time I, heard, I remember them talking about that. At the end, they're like, why don't you want Martin Weir? It's like, because he's short. And then they leave. I don't remember them actually saying get shorty. That was uh, when that he was, was at the dinner scene when they're sitting down eating. He was talking with what's her name, uh, Renee Russo's character. Uh, yeah, and they were sitting down at dinner. So okay. She asked him something about the title, and he's like, well, "I don't know. I was thinking maybe get call it get shorty," and he kind of chuckled. That makes sense. Then <laughs> I must have not ca- caught that. Yeah. But yeah, I love that they're, they're just slowly turning it into Chili Palmer's movie. Yeah. In front of Zim. Like, that's when he shows up after getting his ass whooped and he's got the wired jaw and he's all. Yeah, and he's like, huh? What? Yeah, what? <laughs> Mobster. What <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wonder if they ever do make Lovejoy. I don't know. I mean, at this point, I think it's the Sherlock money. At the very least, they, sh- they should have made it and be cool. <laughs> oh, no. Now, now they do music. <laughs> they should have had Gene Hackman back. They should have had Bear back. God. Yes. <laughs> Was this before he did Sopranos? Yeah. Sopranos was after 95, right? I wonder if they had... Not long after. I think so. Yeah. Got the idea from this to that. I know. Have you ever seen the first episode of Sopranos? 
so long. Ago. I know, me too. But it's so weird because it's not the feel of the show. Like if you watch the pilot episode of Sopranos, it's like a comedy. Well, I mean, if that's kind of where they were thinking, maybe with this movie. Yeah. And then they realized it was the wrong feel and switched it. What about his ponytail, though? <laughs> that's a look. It's interesting. <laughs> we are all over this movie. This movie is one of the movies where so much happens. I know. I would never be able to go in chronological order. No. Because I can't even think in chronological order with this movie. No, there's a dozen characters that are having their own stories going <laughs> yeah, on. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying. Like, I, I just took notes of certain scenes I liked. <laughs> like, uh, when Barboni first shows up in L.A., he's in the cab. <laughs> you know, I hope you're a better driver than you are speller. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Barbone, the fog is what makes such beautiful sunsets. And it's just a nothing thing. And then we get to Harry Zim's office. He sits down. They say the fucking fog is the reason you have such beautiful fucking sunsets. Like he's... <laughs> he has a lot of cab scenes. That other one when he's going out and the cab's like only two feet away from oh, him. Yeah. And he makes him slowly move up because he's too lazy to walk through yeah. the door. That's a great little... I hated that scene. I love That's the stuff that like builds the character. It's just a little what the fuck moment. Yeah. I had enough with him and his little... Yeah. What the heck moments. <laughs> what about when he shows up at the widow's house? And he hits her. Like, really? Yeah. Just the way they shoot that is so aggressive. When they're walking up to her house and the camera's right behind him, fast walking. Yeah. Like, you know something bad's about to happen. Yep. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Just poof. Actually, she tells Chili what a nice, upstanding guy he is. Even yeah. though he's a thug. Well, you got to understand that Ray Barboni is the worst person ever to exist. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one way to get it across. Might as well have him throw a baby. Yeah, really. Probably didn't Dragnet. <laughs> I'm not watching Dragnet, woman. <laughs> I keep trying to make him do it. <laughs> I love Bette Midler in this. I don't understand why she's in what, it. Wait, what Dragnet are you talking about? Old black and, black and White? No, the movie they made after it. Dan Aykroyd? Yep. Okay. He has this very... He's driving a limo in that bad. one. I like that one. I've been trying to make him watch it. He won't. I've yeah. never watched the show, so what, what, what reason do I have to watch the movie? <laughs> you wouldn't like the show. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't like the show either, but I liked the movie. The movie's awesome. <laughs> I tried to watch a Dan Aykroyd movie the other day. I just did not get into it. Yeah. He was a uh, he was in a psych ward and gets a job as a psychiatrist in LA. Is that Dr. Detroit? Maybe. Carol Kane is at a certain, like, a certain point he's in a straitjacket. Well, yeah, he's in the psych ward. And his the hair's like standing up like it's been yeah. electrocuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Detroit. Yeah, I got like an hour in and just yeah. kind of zoned out. <laughs> Uh, James Woods is the guy he's replacing. He's like had enough. Oh, not James Woods. Who's the dad from Beethoven? Oh, God. He's in Midnight Run along along with uh, Charles Grodin. Yes, Charles Grodin is the guy he's replacing. He's like a psychiatrist that just had enough. Yeah. (laughs) His wife's like, I love you. He's like, I can't handle that right now. I've seen that that movie, but I've seen it like 20-something years ago. It's not. I don't know. I don't don't have. I like vaguely remember it. I've been having hit and miss luck. I've been trying to go back and find comedies that I never heard of or saw. Yeah. Like I watched that Donnie Dangerously with Michael Keaton and loved it. It's a fantastic. I want to do it for this show. Yeah. I'd never seen it before. I just love it. But then Dr. Detroit just didn't didn't get me the same way. <laughs> Is there any specific scenes that jumped out at you guys? I like the one when he's walking up the stairs. Like, oh, yeah. And yeah, those yeah. two guys come at him. Yep. He's just like, you're a stuntman, right? And he says, yeah. He says, I hope you're a pretty, do you say, I hope you're a pretty damn good one? Bo and Bear were, were meeting with Harry Zim. That's when they're telling him, yeah, Chili Palmer showed me the script the other night, even though he broke in and was reading yeah. it. Yeah. 
that's when Chili Palmer and Karen show up. They see him. They're going up the stairs. Well, he tells her to stay back. Mm-hmm. Chili Palmer already knows he's going to get physical. <laughs> he's going up the stairs while Bear and Bo are coming down. Bo's like, I'll let you meet my friend here. He's a world championship weightlifter and stuntman, but you could tell that. Well, you could tell the weightlifting thing. I mixed them up. Yeah. He's a stuntman and world championship weightlifter, as you can see. He's like, oh, stuntman, huh? Are you any good? And he turns to like, am I any good? And he grabs him by the balls, <laughs> flings him down the stairs. Hey, that's not bad for a guy his size. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I liked every time Chili got in a fight. Yeah. He always got in a fight, but every time he got in a fight and he hurt somebody, it was always like in the most respectful way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a gentleman. <laughs> he was having a conversation with him while it's happening. Right. He's got like all the best moves that <laughs> yeah. don't require a really punch. Well, except for Barboni, he just punches in the face. He drops Bear in that parking garage and he's just like, oh, what movies have I seen you in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like an Aikido movie does on him. <laughs> yeah. When I think of like gangsters fighting, I don't think of like slick arm bar drag yeah, knee no. kicks. I think of like grabbing a bottle and bashing it over their head. Yeah, type of really. Deal baseball bat guns 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 bats crowbars yeah <laughs> palmer's like a a martial arts shylock <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even in the sequel he like throat chops the dude and <laughs> that's the rock he throat chops the rock yeah but with a very 007 personality yeah yeah like you never see him out of suit you never see his hair ruffled he's the most unrealistic character in the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah he don't exist calm collective Respectful to the women. This one got an R rating, which felt weird. I mean, I know they're cussing yeah. a lot. Cussing. Yeah, and I think if you say the F word more than once, it goes to R. It tells us that. It'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the only real violence, other than him throwing him around kind of comically, is when Bo shoots Yayo. Well, no, I guess, and, and Barboni shoots Ronnie. But when when, yeah. when Bo shoots Yayo and he falls off the porch, that's a great squib. Like, yeah. looks great. Chest blows up with blood. He flies off the side of the port. Hey, you know, what if we brought <laughs> what if we brought Chili up here and just loosened these bars? Or we got four deaths in this movie. Yeah, because then he falls off later. Yeah, yeah. Mo- Momo had the heart attack. Well, Mo- I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like that's not really rated R deaths. Yeah, Momo's heart attack, and even even when Bo dies, they just kind of push him off the side. Yeah. Well, they did show his body laying on the ground, right? With blood under it, <laughs> but like. When when Yayo gets shot, that's in an R movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that moment Ronnie goes to because yeah, he's too. yeah Ronnie he, when he got shot too. He he keeps showing his revolver and his belt buckle to kind of push why, his way around. Why why did Zim not pull the trigger? I was trying to figure. That oh out. yeah, when he turned the gun up toward, toward he's just not bones. in him. This is not who he is. <laughs> he's all talk. I don't think he just like him. rolls his eyes and he's like, all right, come on. Yeah, we don't have time for this. <laughs> But that would have been an awesome one for that to happen to. <laughs> yeah. I would not have complained. Yep. <laughs> Shot me in the jack. <laughs> <laughs> but even Ronnie tries to like talk. Oh, what do you got there? Wop nine. Oh, you know what? That's a slime. I that's, think that's, I, I thought it was a, a gun. Yeah. Now that I say it out loud. Damn it. They got me. Yeah. Like I felt like him and Leo should have had a part later, but it never happened. Leo's the one that took off with the money. Yeah, yeah, after Chili season, that's the yeah. end of Leo. Again, Leo is a character that just has no resolution. <clears throat> yeah, he needs he, honestly, he needs to get a comeuppance for the fact that he left his wife and they could have put him in the sequel. They could have done something. He, we need to see him get some kind of ju- like retribution. Retribution, yeah. and then Escobar shows up. Never see him again. 
No. He's just like, I'm going here to to see what this is like, and then I'll be yeah, back on like Friday. Leo's whole story probably could have been another whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure his wife wants him dead for leaving without getting I mean, Bette Midler. Yeah. Yeah. She's just popped up. She just appears towards the end. She was in a movie for like three minutes total. How did they get her? <laughs> the only way I could think they got her is DeVito. Yeah, I think they have like a friendship thing because you got ruthless people. Yeah, they have awesome chemistry on the screen. I yeah. love them. Together. And then that movie we watched the other day, Drowning Mona. Yeah, yeah, she's Mona. <laughs> and then there's another the one. The sheriff. Um, I feel like she he was in Beaches, but I'm not sure. Not in a big part though. I don't know. I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've seen Beaches. That's the one where Leonardo DiCaprio kills the werewolf. Uh, werewolf the Great White. No. That's the island or beach? Is that beach? What's the one where Leonardo DiCaprio kills a shark? Am I making that up? I don't think I've no. seen that either. Is that a dream I had? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think it's island something. Blue Lagoon. <laughs> Red October. Kill Island. Kill Island. Well, everyone's dying laughing where he's going anyway. <laughs> Movies against titles. <laughs> that's what we should change it to. <laughs> Shutter Island? No, that's a different thing. That's, that is a Leonardo DiCaprio movie, but. Yeah. I never saw anything with him and a shark. He kills one in the water with a knife. I want to say The Island, but that's something else. That's another movie with Scarlett yeah. Johansson. Yeah, and Ewan McGregor or Jude yeah, Law. Yeah. I get those two mixed up. <laughs> the bear. That's the stupidest idea I ever heard. And that is exactly how they kill him later. Yep. I wonder if they had that worked out, him and Chili. I think that's the idea, is that in that parking like maybe lot. Maybe they discussed it in that parking garage yeah. when, that, when they last talked to each other. Because after we see that happen, Bear calls Bo and he's like, I don't care. I quit. You know, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. Where's the money? I don't care. That was weird too, because we get that scene, like she was saying, where Chili Palmer has to go downstairs to see what the noise was, and it's Bo down there, <clears throat> and he straight up kidnaps Karen Flores. He kidnaps <laughs> a, 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 I guess, <clears throat> B list actress. Right. And that now that's gonna last exactly three seconds. Yeah. Because it yeah. cuts from her being kidnapped to <clears throat> Chili showing up with the money. <laughs> that's it and I didn't like I was so confused in that bathroom scene and she had to like tell us it was the pink toilet <laughs> but I didn't catch that earlier I thought she was given the the oh come on because it was Martin Weir's <clears throat> magazine which that's yeah. her ex-husband who she does not like but no is how freaking frou-frou he is with his dang now what, that 70? sounds like a thing we shouldn't say no I mean where, where Bones was on the toilet and his phone <laughs> no, no. started ringing Damn it! Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say his rug, the 70 Oh, yeah, $70 per yard. Yeah. Like, take your shoes off. Uh-huh. Don't smoke on my rug. <laughs> Even the little girl. Did you wipe your feet before you came in, baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That brought me back to being 10 and younger, visiting my father. Did you wipe your feet? Yeah. Did you wash your hands? Don't have a white carpet. <laughs> yes, don't have one. <laughs> Just don't. Especially if you have children. Or if you're not a hermit in your own house. Can never do anything. I couldn't imagine walking across. <clears throat> you wouldn't. You would have to be one of those people that have, you come into your sunroom that doesn't have carpet. You take your shoes, <clears throat> your socks off, and have a washstand with a clean towel to wash your feet even before yeah. you go into your house. You can't, you can't bring a beverage anywhere. I would no. never walk across a white carpet with a beverage in my hand. <laughs> never feel comfortable. Nope, that's where you only eat in your kitchen. And I don't even buy white no, t-shirts. I don't do that either. No, we <laughs> talked about this on uh, Talk Everlasting. It's yeah. BS. Yeah, with her white dress. If I wear a white shirt, it is done by the time I get the package open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I open that package, it is stained. Pretty much. 
I guess it just says a lot about us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen people walk around in white and it's good to go. Like the Cheesecake Factory amazed me when I went to Oh, Atlanta. yeah, it's always bright white. All the waitresses and waiters were just in straight white, nothing else. And I'm like, <laughs> they have to have a change of outfit out there because there's no possible way. I, <laughs> I would spill something or do something and they're all pristine, clean, so beautiful looking. <laughs> But that amount of pain they go through, them trying to make themselves stay that way looking, I, that's too much stress on me. <laughs> I get stressed out when I see like people I know have white t-shirts that are like, oh, yeah, I've, this whole thing, I've had it for like six years. It's just yeah. bright white. Like, how, what? <laughs> These things only last three wears, bro. You don't, how are you doing <laughs> lives, that? Lives in like a lab clean room. Yeah. I swear that's the hardest thing. I'll like try to have like a stack of white clothes on the side to go and because we don't own that many that stack might stay there for like two weeks until i get like four t-shirts just to make a pile for my washing machine so they stay white yeah it's not worth it there was a a time where i really focused on separating the the colors and the and the, and the whites and then i accidentally washed a red glove <laughs> it was just a red mitten with all my whites and so every single piece of clothing i i had was yep. pink That'll do it. That was white. <laughs> when, if you just mix them all together, odds are you're not going to screw up every single piece of white clothing you own at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And that's what happened then. Is uh, For a summer, everything I owned that was white was pink. <laughs> and that's just how it is. <laughs> Slowly, over time, you start replacing those things by buying new. But yeah. you can't. It's everything at once because you washed them all at the same time. Yep. <laughs> it's a dangerous game. <laughs> You have to be very, very careful. And then to boot, God forbid, a pen ends up in your washing machine. Oh, you're done. Game over. You're done. (laughs) Give up. I'll file for bankruptcy. (laughs) There's no way I'm replacing. It's like the the lion guy. Yeah. Or the tiger king. I was going to call him the lion lion king. (laughs) I will never financially recover from this. (laughs) There's a sharpie in the washing machine. Well, we're not talking about Get Shorty anymore. No. <laughs> uh, what's weird about it is it just ends. It's one of those yeah, movies kinda. that just build and build and build, and then it just ends. Well, the whole movie, they're talking about making a movie, and it ended, the last scene was on set of the movie. Yeah. That's what's weird, though. It's like, they. this is right when they've introduced, now Mr. Escobar's there. Now we yeah. got problems, because he's going to staple your chin, your balls to your chin. <laughs> yeah. And then now now Barboni's there, and he's looking for retribution. It's like, this whole movie, the things that we've been talking about that you don't want to happen, yeah. are happening. And then it's just like, cut. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. All right, take it easy. <laughs> My only regret is that I know Barboni gets arrested when he goes to the locker, C-18. Yeah. Like, I know he's arrested, but I wanted it. to see it. Yeah, same yeah. thing with Leo. I want to see him get in trouble. Well, that was the ending that uh, Zim told Travolta he didn't have. He didn't have an ending. I do yet. He like wrap that he's, everything up. he's super honest about it. Whenever he talks to somebody, he's like, then what happens? Well, I don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. It's clearly this is where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. And then even Zim's like, well, that's only like 40 minutes of a movie. And it's at 40 minute mark of like of the movie. <laughs> yeah. That was great. <laughs> but yeah, you want to, you want to see Dennis Farina get like slammed on the ground and maybe yeah. his nose hit again. Yes. <laughs> Favorite part is when he's getting hurt. You always leave him wanting more, though, right? <laughs> no, so the ending does. Something else. It's not a good ending. It does kind of feel like it fizzles out. Yeah, it's like when you watch Holy Grail, 
Monty Python's Holy Grail. The and whole it movie. didn't really match up with what would have really happened to him either. Yeah. Well, Harry Zim's not on the hook DeVito, for a murder. DeVito was playing Chili's part. And he's at the airport pointing a gun at him? Yeah. Right. That's not even what happened. No. <laughs> hey, fuck ball. Bang, yeah. bang, bang. Yeah, they changed it up quite a bit. Yeah. That's <laughs> producers and studios. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. You're never going to get the ending. It's yeah. better for the book. <laughs> what about they have Harvey Keitel playing straight up Harvey Keitel playing <laughs> yeah. Barboni? Yeah. And then in the sequel, they have Harvey Keitel playing an actual character in the universe. Yeah. That was weird. Damn it. Did they forget? <laughs> I love the fact that Penny Marshall was just there. And that's just because. Yeah, I don't really know her from anything else other than Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley, yeah. that's about it. I'm sure she has something. I've couple, seen her. A couple episodes of Happy Days. I've seen her in something else playing like a very insignificant role, but really? I don't know. Can't place it. <laughs> no. We're going to get so many emails now. Yeah. <laughs> DMs. I'm very upset that you said Penny Marshall was not it. The Penny Marshall fan club's going to attack yeah. us. Obviously, you've <laughs> never researched Penny Marshall because she is. <laughs> I don't know what it's that. Like, who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you've never researched her. That's the. Uh, what's the one with Tim Allen? The aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's who I'm thinking when I say that. You know what I'm talking about. Space Galaxy Quest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those aliens. <laughs> It is very cool to think of her coming. That's a good one. We should do that one at some point. I know. And that one you can just watch. For as good as that movie is, and I think that's a great movie, Yeah, it's just free on YouTube. Yep. It's just on there. Oh, on YouTube? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Curiosity. Code it was on Pat. TV just a couple weeks ago. It was on just regular cable TV. Yeah. Are you freezing <clears throat> like I am? I have to go. moving your <laughs> No, honestly, I have to go to the bathroom so bad, but we are so far in that it wouldn't make sense to take a break, so I'm trying to just power <laughs> through to the end, but. Yeah. I am going to be doing, a sprinkler head in a second. Doing a little dancing. <laughs> Yins are about to get a shower. <laughs> so, where do we rate the set? <laughs> Wait, there was something I wanted to go in depth with. It's going to take a while. <laughs> <laughs> we, can't, I, we have to talk about Bo's clothing. <laughs> no, but that was what I started to say before. When, when Zim called uh, Bones and he was sitting on the toilet. Yeah. Dude just gets up, pulls his pants up, walks away. Yeah, yeah don't wipe. He doesn't need to do that. Buckled up his belt, everything. Wasn't going back. So now we know for the entirety of this do movie. Do not touch his, his hands. His bones has mud butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking the whole time. Every time I saw him, I'm just like, oh, it's that shitty ass guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shitty ass guy with the broken nose and the dumb hair. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why Chili didn't like him. He stunk. I love that <laughs> yeah, it's smash cut like that. Because the scene right before is like, it's 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 Chili Palmer and Karen Flores like kissing against a sunset background. Like it's the most sweetest part. I mean, yeah. for yeah. the movie. Is that the one where they were sitting like on the balcony? Yeah. That's that's the scene where he mentioned, where he said the name Get Shorty. Okay. Yeah. But that's it, it cuts from that like really sweet moment straight to him just on the shitter. Yeah. And, it's, and it's like an upward angle too. It's a terrible angle. <laughs> yeah. I think any angle on the toilet's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's not <laughs> no, I mean, the most it, elegant position you got to be listen, in. Listen, I really like knowing someone's <laughs> on the toilet when I'm on the phone with them. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. I always, I, I won't answer because I just know, like something about the acoustics of a bathroom, <laughs> no matter where you are, they know you're in the bathroom. <laughs> like the moment you're like. Yeah, it's a specific <laughs> type of echo. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you call me and I answer like, <laughs> I'm probably in the bathroom. <laughs> Hello? Hey, honey. Yep. 
trying not to echo across the room. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm just tired. <laughs> What's that? It just started raining. <laughs> it stopped. I have to go. <laughs> I think it's funny. He's got to go to the bathroom, and and we're sitting here talking about going to the bathroom. I know. I, just... I don't I think that laughing. part's funny. Because <laughs> I'm watching him laughing, knowing every minute it's going in your bladder. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm giving it a seven. I'm gonna go like seven five. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I don't know if it'll go quite as high as eight. It's not the funniest five. movie in the world, but it is. It, it's criminally untalked about. Yeah. Yes. Like no one mentions Get Shorty. I've never seen it before. Right. So for a first time watch, I liked it. And just because I watched the sequel within a day of watching this one, I'd have to give the sequel about a five. <laughs> I like that yeah. one more. I'd give the sequel about a four. I think the whole time I was watching the second one, I was just laughing off out of my seat. I think you really enjoyed The Rock. I enjoyed one. a lot of things in that one. They really kind of shit on The Rock. Yeah. Quite a bit. I don't mind that so much. This guy thinks he's going to be an actor because of this eyebrow thing he does. <laughs> no, they do mentioned the, it like half a dozen I, times. They make him do it like Dance Monkey, <laughs> do the eyebrow thing. Yeah. Then it's got to be one of the first things he was in. Yeah. Remember when he got punked on the set? That's the set he was. That was he hilarious. was filming that movie when he got punked. Is that what it was? Yeah, because he had the afro and the. No, and the, he almost killed a dude. Yeah. <laughs> he got Ashton Kutcher show punked. Have you ever seen that one? Mm-mm. They they do a prank on the Rock on set of making Be Cool, and it it's like a sea of guys trying to hold him back as he's just pissed, pushing like twelve dudes out of the way <laughs> yeah. trying to get to somebody. Ashton Kutcher comes flying out. Okay. Told him he could have killed that girl. You could have killed that girl. It's your fault. Yeah, his, my fault. It what? was uh, a. <laughs> they said don't use the electricity in the trailer, and yeah. then they have his trailer blow up. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, you could have killed her or something, and he just and snaps. oh oh, and you just got her fired. Oh yeah, it was your fault. <laughs> she's fired. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think they stopped doing wrestlers after that one. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because <laughs> they did John Cena and Stone Cold, and it was kind of funny, and they got away with it. But yeah. The Rock, it was. Yeah, the rock just kind of went off. He was gonna, he was gonna strangle somebody. Yeah, I don't think he's probably having a good time on that set anyway. <laughs> no, that's not watching that character. You <laughs> yeah. can tell he is very not happy, and they make him do that like uh, the haka dance oh, as yeah, a yeah. joke. Yeah, which is part of his heritage, and that's probably the only movie we're gonna see of him losing a fight so badly. Yeah, like he gets his ass kicked in that movie a couple times, right? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I guess in the rundown, he kind of gets beat up by those. Like natives, yeah, that's true. They they kind of <laughs> handed it to him, but there's like forty of them, yeah. <laughs> and they were like they were all like luchadors, yeah. <laughs> well, I said seven too, right? Seven. seven. Yeah. We didn't really list least favorite scenes, but I think for me, it's just man. I'd actually I love the stuff in Miami too. It's not like that's bad. We didn't really talk about the little minor characters in Miami, like the barber and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. My least favorite scene was probably Momo dying. I feel like they could have done it a more elaborate way. Yeah. It just felt so convenient that he died. Yeah. It's like, also, unrelated, he's dead. I think it should have been something to do with Bones taking him out just so he can go after Chili. Right. Yep, least favorite for me, too. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, if you like what you heard, we have a podcast called Movies Against Time you can listen to. Also, it's kind of similar to this one. Where do you find that? Uh, that is anywhere you get your podcast. You can write them on Instagram, too. Nice. 
Oh, speaking of the Instagram, we did have a listener write in, and he suggested a movie that I haven't watched yet. I don't think any <clears throat> of us probably have, so it would be a good one for us to do. Well, I definitely want to check it out. It's one I have never heard of. This from a uh, listener, Nick. He suggests we should check out The Beast from 1988. I'll check it out. He also lists a bunch of uh, extra information. He like he he's he straight up talks to the director. It looks like right. Yes. Yeah, a lot of awesome information on this. We have to check it out. Yeah. You ever watched it? No, I have not. See Bob, and we ask him <clears throat> to write in on movies against that. I looked up the title in the year, and I, I found out that it was a war movie. But that's about all I know of it. <laughs> nice. I have it on Blu-ray, DVD, and Laserdisc, so I'll check it out. Nice. You can watch it three times. Yeah. In three different qualities. I also have it on audio cassette <laughs> and Betamax. Nice. Eight what, track. What about the audiobook? Don't have the audiobook yet. <sighs> Disappointed. I've got the graphic novel. Oh. And the manga. <laughs> <laughs> have you got the training cards yet? No. <laughs> I did get the special edition Beyblade. Oh, nice. I have to use the bathroom, so... At Movies Against on Instagram. We have Movies Against Time at gmail.com right in there, which Nick also <laughs> used. Which yeah. awesome. Nick used all the ways we say. <laughs> yeah. You're awesome, Nick. Did he use the email? Yeah, Movies Against Time at gmail.com. Really? Yeah. Also the Instagram. <clears throat> and he found us on Facebook. Movies Against Time on Facebook. We have a Twitter, but nobody ever says anything on there. <laughs> the Twitter is a dark place. We don't talk <laughs> yeah, about yeah. Sylvia's in charge of the Twitter, and she's just oh. not doing much with it. Will never happen. I don't touch anything electronic. Except the things you use to watch the movies. Yeah. That's only for movies. <laughs> Until next time. I'll find you. You leave a trail like a fucking caterpillar. What does that mean? <laughs> Have you ever seen a caterpillar trail? No. Yes! I haven't. What does it look like? I it's like I... slime that goes behind no, you and that's, oozes. That's a snail. That's a snail. No, not all slug. of them. No. I never saw caterpillars. You got gross trail. caterpillars where you come from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a poop trail. Why are they, they pooping so much? They have trails. I don't know. This is movie because blah blah. blah. <laughs> this is Movies Against Time. This is Movies Against Time. This, welcome to what Movies is this? Against Time. This is Movies Against Time. Oh. <laughs>